podcast, The Final Frontier. These are the conversations of the friendship Matt Myra and Andrew Secunda. Their continuing mission. To seek out old adventures with contrived civilizations. To boldly watch episodes that one of them has watched before. Everybody, welcome to Star Trek. It's the next conversation. The next one. It's the one after. The last one. This is the next one. Remember that first one? Oh, do I ever. This uh, one isn't that. I also remember that our previous conversation, Andy, was about the Black Mirror episode, the USS Callister, which is available to our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC. Andy and I said... Uh, you know what? We'll do it. It'll be like probably 40 minutes. We don't really know this <laughs> show at all. It's, it's you know. Yeah, we apparently haven't done this show before. Whatever it is. And uh, we'll try to structure it just like this here, Star Trek The Next Conversation. And uh, lo and behold, took us two sessions. And we did it for two hours. So that is available to everyone who is supporting the podcast on Patreon. We fully appreciate it. And, uh, oh, Bo somehow got in the room. Hi, Bo. I had thought I had iced him out. Bo is back, our dog, my dog. Andy and I don't have a dog together. Not yet. Pretty <laughs> Not soon yet. we will. Uh, the TNZ dog. TNZ dog? TNZ dog. TNZ dog. Bo, you're a bad boy. You're at the airport getting interviewed all the time. a little camera around his neck. Bo, what do you think about Cosby? What? I'm just a dog. Anyway, long story short, we have, before the end of the month, Andy and I are going to be covering Iron Man. The 2008 film directed by John Favreau. Uh, that'll be over on the Patreon for President Circle members. Uh, boy, oh boy, I watched it last night. Had a great time with it. Can't wait to talk to Andy about it. Anyway, you can hear that over the Patreon. But for those of you who are subscribers and you might not know, go get that Black Mirror episode uh, of TNC. It's at available the lieutenant's on level, ladies and gentlemen. Five bucks and above, you got it. Uh, if you want marveling with Matt and Andy... That's going to cost you an entry into the president's circle. That's right. But then you also get to just relax with all the, the finer class of people in the president's circle. Also, you know, if we can do an hour. Well, how long was the Callister episode? Like, how long was the <laughs> runtime of the program? That's a good question. Sent Whatever it was, double it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how long we can talk about it. Be interesting. Man. Boy, oh boy. The Ten Rings, I really put that together in my head last night watching that. Anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get deep into Marvel Town. So, Andy. Matt. Uh, you're going to ask me about this episode, Brothers. I sure am. Would what? you have him watch it? Uh, I don't know. What? I thought you liked it. It's, uh, a, not to, it's, a, no weird, it's a weird episode for sure. Interesting. I mean, I think you should see it just to see. I think just because it's lore, you would Yeah, just and also I think it's like such an episode. Bo, this is really not working right now. Honey. Can you uh, get our dog? Dory's here. Come here. No, no, I was, I was talking to you, buddy. Oh. You're my honey. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> I'm Zoddy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! I've been waiting for 75 episodes! Oh, Andy, I'm sorry, <laughs> but my career in Starfleet's gonna take me away. Oh. Maybe we'll reconnect on the flagship. Luxana's not going to be happy. <laughs> she wants a baby. Okay, so... 
Uh, Watch it for you know. I think it's a it's it's a it's big character development for one of our favorite characters, Lieutenant Commander Data. So I would say watch it. The completest in me says, of course you watch it. The fascinated by weirdness person says, for fuck sure you should watch it. What part of you doesn't want to watch it? The part of me that wants a Star Trek episode. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not a classic Star Trek episode. It's a weird situation. We'll get into that, Andy. We sure will. But I suppose it's time we uh, do the thing that we always do at this point in the show, which I believe is go into the Admiral's Club. (laughs) How is this going to be changed if we have a person helping us? (laughs) Oh, uh, because we'll both have it in front of us. I see. It's the... And uh, the beauty of it is I'll be It's the rundown. It's the rundown. That Brad Arrington has made for us already that neither of us look at. That's right. But someone will fill it in with our brand new information. Mm, Okay. Uh, Because it would take the step out that will never happen of me sending it to you. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, because it'll... He'll do it. Send it to Baltimore. Exactly. It's going to be great. Anyway. Then I don't even have to tell you what the song is. Should we enter? Please. Uh, Yes. That wasn't me. No, that was was me. He he could not. There were about nine different uh, visual cues for me that he was about to hit it. He had his finger on the button. I was looking at his screen, seeing 10 forward doors. What I was fascinated Uh, by. It's interesting there's 10 forward doors you choose. I guess that makes sense. Don't reveal the secrets. Oh, sorry. Jeez, Andy. Oh, sorry. These people aren't supposed to know. Oh, wow. Are you going to cut that out? No, (laughs) it's staying in. (laughs) How did you not understand that those were the doors that we were using the entire time? I guess it was just a basic doors. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. The basic door. Yeah, let's let's wait. Let's walk across the hall. Okay, so we're going to have to exit here. Yeah, okay. Now we're going to walk over and uh, we're going to take a look. Oh, boy. That sound does play every time we leave. So walk. Just follow me down this corridor right here. And uh, oh, look, this right here. This says. Riker's quarters. Oh. Careful. Don't touch anything. You see how that sounds? Let it closes behind us. <laughs> Don't. They'll be... They'll think he's coming. <laughs> All it's right. interesting. Let's, he has that hooked let's up. Let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you hear the difference now, right? Sure, I definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could also go with this one. Ooh, what's that? That one's a combination. You hear the little... That little, that, that, little like extra, that little extra, that little extra T, the TOS in there. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting little door. It sounds almost like a. I mean, we could just walk down like this entire a, hallway and sure. see how many doors we set off here. Yeah, might as well. I mean, there's that one, of course. That'll bring us into a, to a what you might call it. We must have addressed. Door. How do they know? And, and this, this one, ooh, of course. This yeah. feeds into my AI theory about the doors. And then, uh, of course, uh, Wait, somebody did some hilarious John this, if we, Jim Morrison. Oh, this one's not working. Let me just way. see if someone will answer it. I'm interrupting. No his one's bit listening to with this. my talking. Oh, you can. It's fine. I think that's how the show works. Really. <laughs> no, no one's going. So let's uh, head over here. This is the Jeffries tube. We can get in here. That's getting into the Jeffries. Ooh, cool. Yeah. I love that. You want to? It's tight in if here. I could put any echo on our voice. Jesus, if I was that good. I could do it. But yeah. I'm not going to do it. So let's get out of here. Okay. And Andy, we're yeah. going to go into the Admirals Club again. Okay. Here we go. These podcasts are too long. Brought to you by me and 40 door sounds. Um, 
First one is from Cal L. By the way, before you read Superman's uh, email to us, spelled differently. Oh no, C A L. Well, does he L realize period. what he's doing? I think he does. <laughs> I mean, he's out of control. He's, he writes us. I hear that Superman. I feel certain All that Cal right. L knew that what he was doing. Anyway, it's very clever. My favorite thing yes. about Andy missing the sound cue, okay, for the Admirals Club. All right, was I looked at you? Yeah, I said, "Are you sure?" Sure. And you said, "Yes," but when I said, "Are you sure?" Your arms were folded. Right, and you were. <laughs> I was like trying to give slowly, you the time. I know to you did that. Well, this is what I was saying. You did that. You had the the sounds <laughs> open. Your hand was reaching all the way to open the door. Really you were holding for me. Really, I was like, like oh, he really just did not. I think understand. in my head is just we're really having a moment. Here. <laughs> Look, it seems so calm here at the top of the podcast. It's the only eye contact we've ever made. Here's what Fake Superman says, guys. I am addicted hey, to this goodness. podcast. What do you What do you want? Well, then make it the saucer no, no, it's section. Funny to me, yeah. it's very funny to me because I'm the one who did all the doors. Look, if this is the saucer section, they're going to want their money's worth. Uh, they're, what money? <laughs> well, I don't know. They're non money. <laughs> I guess it's uh, like Starfleet. There is no free. money. Yeah, this part's all free. When deciding which podcast to listen to, mm-hmm. I am repeatedly drawn, above all else, to Matt and Andy's sometimes snarky, always hilarious commentary on this iconic sci-fi series. Not every episode of Star Trek is a gem, but Matt and Andy make them gems as they lovingly poke fun and offer insightful analyses. And let's not forget Andy's theories. Where are all the bathrooms at? Oh, he goes, where are all the bathrooms at? Just kidding. Like Matt, I have the TNG technical manual. I know exactly where all the bathrooms are on he the Enterprise. He knows where the head is, yeah. Beam this podcast down immediately it will become your number one nice job Kello. well done uh who are they sending and where are they going from secunds oh that's me <laughs> i'm terrible at puns that one i saw uh i love the pod and their use of all the sound effects hey side note uh but they don't uh use one of the most important ones sorry i was about to take it What's going on? Yeah, I think. Don't worry about it. You're about to one of the one of those important ones, which which is they use the transporter and and uh, hear them beam out, but there, but there's never the sound effect of them rematerializing. So does that mean they're just transporting random people out of their ship to random places? Well, I hope those people are in a better place. Keep the pod going till at least DS9. They're in a, they're in, they actually we beam them into space purposefully so, because sound does not travel, and uh, we just. Don't want to torture them with any more of the podcast. Could be. We're beaming the audience into space until the next week. We're beam so at the end when we say disengage, we're beaming the audience into space. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Jesus, <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredibly right. inhumane. We swing by and pick them back up. <laughs> that's horrible. We're just staying cozy on the Enterprise, and they're going out into space. Yeah, at least I think that's what it says here <laughs> oh when I hit God, these buttons. That is not what I thought. Well, that's not me. That's O'Brien. It leaves all the coordinates punched in. <laughs> Holy crap! That's dark. Yeah, it is. Sorry, guys. Guys, you really better get into the president's or the, or the admiral's club or the. By the way, just to be clear, um, it's been a recurring thing. If you leave uh, a five star review, you are in the admiral's club, whether we read it on air or not. Not everybody gets read. I apologize. Well, guess what? We're hopefully gonna get some help on telling us what to read. Um, we're ready to go into the president's circle. Oh, I can't right believe now. it, Andy. Let me open this up. I walked more directly this time. I know. I appreciate that. We already took a big, deep, a lot of doors. Yeah. 
the first president circle shout out subspace message. I don't know. I don't know what we're calling it. subspace message. That's all. No, we're no, no. It. Andy, we're awarding these people. Oh, of course. The Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Right. And in getting that Medal of Valor, they're allowed a message, which they have sent us. Correct. Uh, and the first one is from Lieutenant Karen Van Hoff, mm-hmm. uh, who says, My two-and-a-half-year-old daughter and I listen to the podcast while we're driving around running errands. I'm working on teaching her to say, Ha-ha, Secunda! I am not going to explain what it means to my husband. Smart I don't move, Karen. honestly know what it means to us. I feel like it's like Smurf, where you could say it for anything. <laughs> I'm feeling very secunda-y today. Oh, boy, a oh, secunda-y you're happened so, You're me. secunding me right now. Don't secunda. <laughs> secunda! It's everything. Um, here's another one from Dave Crimsley, uh, who requested that a, uh, a message he'd sent a while ago that I uh, had been storing up to you, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, had be, be read, and here it is. Uh, by the way, Dave Crimsley from Sunnyvale, California. Is that where Buffy lives? Sunnydale is Sunny where Dale, Buffy lives. Right. Um, Sunnyvale is real. <laughs> How do you feel about Buffy? I like Buffy quite a bit. Would really that be a bonus pod? I suggest everyone head over and listen to um, Buffering oh, the Vampire stop, Slayer. Stop plugging other people. That's okay. Uh, my friends Jenny uh, and her wife Kristen, they do a great, great Buffy podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Well, Plugged. I'm giving you guys a heads up. I may do a competing Buffy podcast. I love Buffy. Um, even Angel. Um, anyway, here's Dave Crimsley's uh, very sweet subspace message. For a couple of years, I frequently traveled to Huntsville, Alabama on business. Ooh, Two summers ago. rocket stuff? There you go. I took my then eight-year-old son with me and enrolled him in the space camp day camp. Oh, that motherfucker. Fucker, that kid's so lucky. After dropping him off on the first day of camp, I fired up the Nerdist podcast that I had been bring, uh, binging, and literally, while I was still in the space camp <laughs> parking lot, you started talking for the first time on the podcast about your lifelong dream to go to space camp. It's true. I felt like I had a big win as a dad. You I did. hope you have an opportunity to do the same someday. He enjoyed it so much that he did the full uh, week-long overnight camp the next amazing. year. That's amazing. I mentioned my love and desire to go to space camp on attack of the show and they sent a bunch of space camp stuff to me crazy i love them speaking of space camp i went over to and visited the sets of uh whatchamacallit today shark tank yes <laughs> the shark tank the space shark tank sets <laughs> what was it well, you, you visited uh, a space thing on the sony lot and god, i didn't get to go it, what's his name ron moore show the name of the show is <gasps> Ron Moore's Tales of Space? God, is it for all mankind? No. Did you say hello to Ron Moore today? No, didn't see Ron Moore today. I saw a lot of open stage doors. Why didn't you tell me you were going to go see space stuff? Well, it was at like 2.30 in the afternoon during one of our random, we worked through lunch, now we get a break situations. I was off writing a script in my office by myself. You don't know if I know that? No, I don't know if you know that. (laughs) Anyway, long story short, Mm -hmm. pretty cool. That is cool. Um, we have to get out of here. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, enjoy your medals of valor, lady and gentlemen. Uh, Andy and I are now heading back into the Admirals Club. I know it wasn't very loud in here. We only let the two people who won the valor in. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's it's closed for a private event. I forgot it was right there, ready to go too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Anyway.
Long story. I'm saying that now the second time. Maybe the ninth time. Is this my new buckle up? Long story short. Maybe. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like that when you got mad last time when I used... Uh, you can't say that. It's mine. Up. I used his, his patented buckle up. I don't yell secunda. You can if you want to. <laughs> I know, because it means anything I want it to. Anyway, shall we go into the hall and go to the hails? Let's. And that was the Admiral's Club. Captain, we are being hailed. Okay, our first hail. Uh, I was a little delinquent in uh, checking the voicemails last week. Voice hails. Sorry. Uh, and here is one of them. Hey, man, Andy. I don't know what uh, episode I'll listen to, but you're talking about Data and Jordy and their rank and who's in charge and their jobs. And that Marina wrote in. He was right about the billets and stuff, but Data's billet isn't the third in command. He's the operations officer. So really... You know, who's in command is based on seniority in the ranks. So whoever became a lieutenant commander first would be the senior officer. Still so there. they're out just doing a mission, the two of them. And he's the operations officer and the chief engineer. They're both department heads, essentially. They have equal level jobs. The decisions come down to who pinned on lieutenant commander first. Otherwise, that's it. All right, take it easy. I appreciate the email. And the answer would be data because he was lieutenant commander at the start of the very show that we talked about. Uh, in the far point, he's a lieutenant commander, and good old Jordy's a lieutenant junior grade. It's so true. He doesn't get promoted to, to lieutenant commander until season two. Oh, it is an interesting question. How long is, have we established how long Data has been in Starfleet? Yeah, it is known. I don't know that it has been. Yeah, it's after the crystallinity, he decides to join Starfleet, and... Uh, I don't know if we've heard the exact amount of time. He talks about a service record. I think you'll find more of that in Data's Day, which is a season four later in the season episode. Gotcha. Um, here is uh, another voice hail from one of our frequent hailers. Oh. Hey, guys. It's Reese Badman. How are you? Um, just wanted to reach out to you and uh, give you a suggestion that perhaps moving forward the MVC becomes most valuable character. Here's why. Now that we're in season four, there are a lot of episodes that don't necessarily happen on the ship, uh, don't necessarily put the ship in peril. It's not all about Starfleet. Um, and for example, um, in Family, your first instinct is to say, well, maybe Robert was the best uh, character because he kind of helped Card deal with this thing. I, there's a lot more, I think, coming uh, down the road a lot Did more situations like that. Black so just Mirror making episode? a suggestion that maybe you guys change it to most no, valuable character. That's why I thought you it was interesting. The jingles, you don't even have to change the initials. Wow. Um, but it, it might it might open things up a little more to the entire cast of characters instead of just picking an MVC from people in uniform. Just a suggestion. Love the show. Bye. I also thought it was interesting that he he offered most valuable character, whereas we suggested most, most valuable, valuable cast member. I know. Yeah, and we gave it to Robert on the Black Mirror episode of TNC that's on Patreon. Isn't that fascinating? That and is interesting. Parallel thinking right there. And that's for actor. He's saying character, which is a third thing. So any three of them could I be mean, ones we it's give amazing. up. It's going to drive By the Brad way, Arrington, our for the statistician, record, insane. Lieutenant Commander Data is the second officer on board the Enterprise. Lieutenant Data is the second officer. Lieutenant Commander Data is the second officer. We knew that, right? Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. 
Which is the follow-up to like, who? Who's right? Who's wrong? I, I, I don't know. Who's in command when Jordy is in engineering and Data's there? It's Jordy. I don't know. We'll never know. Andy, what's next? Um. Uh, hi, Andy. This is from John Chataway. Uh, hi, Andy. Listen, after listening to the episode "Family" and going down your IMDb rabbit hole. <laughs> on where you might know guest actors from. By the way, never stop doing that. I thought you could use this sound cue for when you find the big HBO movie of the week uh, role you knew that you knew. Oh, no, hang on, it's a sound cue. You're gonna love this, Matt. Here we go. Uh, Here we go, let's hear it. Here it is. Oh, what's happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. My dog's trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Dory's watching the loudest television show known to man, Claws, on TNT. Oh. Um, I'm going to try and play it again. You ready? Yes. What's happening, Andy? Why is why no, no play? It really should play. It There's should no play. I don't understand why it wouldn't play. It just it should it play. I don't understand why it's being such a secunda. Secundas claim to fame. I know him from something big. <laughs> That's Isn't that amazing. Oh, fucking perfect, perfect. <laughs> I knew you would love that. My look. Here's what I was imagining. Okay, uh-huh. I was imagining we would we it would it would be the the old HBO theme. Oh yeah, that would then lead into something like that. But right. honestly, I have really no notes. I like when we have these majestic themes for things that are so dumb. Um, well, you are going to love the rest of this show. Here's another one from Ken and Carrie. Am I saying that right? Ken and Carrie, North Carolina. Uh, this is a total snark theater a- a- edit, but done with love. It's just a little trimmed down of the family episode to concentrate on one aspect of the conversation. I hope you can tell that I'm laughing at you, uh, laughing with you rather than at you. Uh, I definitely did. And here it is. I think you'll enjoy this one too, Matt. Interesting. FYI, interesting drives me crazy in that context. You are so interesting. Whereas on this I show... I actually would disagree with that statement. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. I sneezed. Uh, interesting. I said at chew. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Oh, interesting. Interesting. It's really interesting. Interesting. Why, but here's the thing he's all oh, i'm assuming he's pulling that all out from family but i don't remember how many times of us because i would love to times, know how much of that is actually from family we no, 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 i think that is all from family because we were doing we were saying interesting to each other as oh, the I bit. See. some of it was a joke yeah gotcha. some of that was the bit but it definitely it did illustrate to me but it was without funny. question i you say the word you don't like i say the word that i don't like but you're also not a therapist on board a ship that's true Yet, um, yet, that's true. <laughs> Andy can dream. Um, let me see if I got anything else here, uh, <laughs> guys. Do you think Andy has anything else here? I apologize. Look, I think when you think of the HBO theme, all right, yes. well, you think of this theme. Okay, here we go. All right, with the TV, they're sitting down, and the pulls out i was obsessed with this because it's a cool miniature oh yeah are you kidding me it's a great miniature yeah oh we're hearing some so if there's any so not this part you're not talking no 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 no. No. oh it's building it's building building. 
Although it would be funny if we we got to come up with a marveling played this part. Like we played this entire jingle every time you found the thing. <laughs> it would drive people insane. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Andy, I think that's right. That's the HBO movie you know him from. That is the one. I wonder if it's Pursuit of D.B. Cooper. Ah, so good. Or one of the other ones. Ah, who wrote this? This is genius. It is really good. Oh, I remember so many times. Sure. They had this for a long time. Hitting record. Yep. Oh, boy. And then would they have the... Die Hard with a Vengeance is on. Would they have the rating before it or after it? I don't remember. Well, the TV rating system... Was different. Didn't come into play. Are you talking about the, where the movie was rated R? Yeah, didn't they used to put that before Look, the movie? all I used to do when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Here you go, everybody. This is a little tip. Okay. If you're ever time traveling, <laughs> should there be a jingle for my you time wanna, traveling you tips? you want to kill young Matt Myra to prevent the disaster in the future. The disaster that is this show. <laughs> uh, all you have to do... <laughs> No, I used to uh, go flip to the back of the TV guide for the movies, and I would look for anything that was not rated or had the N for nudity. Because I was a horny little 12-year-old boy. Sure, why wouldn't you? I mean, come on. Cinemax was great. Let's just say I enjoyed all of Emmanuel's adventures. Interesting. I think the... uh, (laughs) This is is how crazy I was. The craft of much... Uh, stuff that I would have been able to see nudity in uh-huh. I was so bothered by that I was like I can't get to the nudity I don't even want to sit here and watch this <laughs> the acting is terrible this is awful why don't they make good porn I was a weird kid oh my god they're doing a Harvey Villages show called My Dinner with Harvey a, a, a movie with, with a fake Harvey I assume him being not a fake Harvey not alive you just have Peter Dinklage portraying Harvey Villages not him though you don't have Peter Dinklage portraying Harvey Villachez uh, in, the, in the role that he's playing? It's actually her, It's actually Peter Dinklage? What are you talking about? I'm lo- it's right here, Andy. I can't see that far. I'm not wearing my glasses. <laughs> oh, boy. And I have face blindness, even if it is Peter Dinklage. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It could be any little person. Continue with your things. <sighs> I have a prime, any more hails? I have a prime corrective. That sounds like a part of the hails. Time for retrospective. truth is um, this is from Nacho Lopez Echeverria. I know he got Lopez right. That's what I remember. He did that with the th. Um, this is long, Matt. I apologize. Do you want to skim through it and you can you can decide what you need to read and what you don't need to read? Because I am too much of an idiot to figure out what is relevant and what is not. Transporter doesn't read stuff and then turn it into battery energy. The transporter rep- and a replicator are not the same thing. I know. It's not disintegrated. The transporter pattern is the object in energy form, but it's still completely separate from any other energy. In the case people... Now, so he's talking about my idea of, like, having luggage that is a transporter buffer. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Trek, people turning into living energy is a well-known thing. That's true. You can't clone someone on purpose with a translate. Disagree. I think you could do it. 
It's been done. Look, I don't want to explore it any deeper. Transporter buffer is a baseball glove that grabs a transporter pattern and then puts it where it needs to go. If you store a transporter pattern, it degrades and loses part of itself. Uh, TNG episode... Uh, is a TNG episode called Spoiler? No, it's called Relics. Oh, I see. Uh, without any, only one of those, we're degrading too much. Okay, look, I'm not talking about putting full-blown matter. I apologize for mangling your letter, Nacho. If you want to generate equipment from nothing, you have to replicate it. In the Star Trek game Elite Force, the equipment you beam from your buffer comes from your locker in the armory through a buffer that's locked onto you. Mm, interesting. Going into a deep cut. Well, that's so, always sort of what I thought about. I really want to play Elite Force. Nacho. Lopez. Maybe you're right. But the argument that someone was saying, someone was saying on the Can Facebook. Can you explain it to me? I'm not, uh, the only thing that I, I gathered from Well, he's talking this, about the buffer being, um, was the being thing I, like a pass-through, right? Not an actual thing that would hold the information. It certainly would make more sense why people weren't freaked out about it in that universe if it was just like you're the same energy or the same guy. It's basically just moving you through it as opposed I, to it's look, destroying and recreating you. I am of the school of thought that it is destroying you and recreating you. And there, I highly recommend everybody out there who feels like getting into the science of this bullshit to grab yourself a copy of The Physics of Star Trek which is written by... Oh, yeah, okay. That's great. I don't need... I know it's a textbook. Thank you. I've read it many times. He's mad at his Forward by Stephen Hawking, by the way. Oh, uh, Lawrence Krauss wrote a book called The Physics of Star Trek. And we do go into the whole thing of the, uh, of the transporter and, and how, what that would actually be like. And they described it as destroying and recreating something? Reg, transporting really is the safest way to travel. Troy LaForge to Reg Barkley in the realm of fear. Uh, anyway, long story short, I've read this, and I and I also have like I think of it as the movie, um, the Hugh Jackman magician movie with Tex- Tesla. I don't know that I saw it, but that sounds amazing. Is uh, that is Hugh- that the Nolan one? Yeah. Um, you did see it. I didn't see it. Oh, I know, Andy, you'd love it. Oh, great! I think you'd love it. Put it on list. I don't really. What list? <laughs> on the list of things Secunda should see. Where is that list? I feel like that maybe, list is 75 pages maybe long. Maybe our chief at this petty point. officer can make it up. It is pretty long. <laughs> I feel like I don't have any time. Mm. If only there was something we could do for less time. It's literally the only reason I would have ever watched mm. TNG is because mm. I have a podcast. <laughs> oh, no, totally. I get it. Anyway, but because yeah. I participate in a podcast. Sorry, Matt. The other. You have a podcast. You don't have to say you participate in a podcast. It's very clear you're participating. I appreciate that. Uh, the 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 argument I was seeing on Facebook yes. about the transporter buffer and their problem with my theory of having a transporter is that it, you'd hold all the matter and it would still weigh the same. To which I said, that's fine. I don't care how much it weighs. It's luggage. So they were already debating it. Yeah. There's been a debate going on in the face group. You hold all the matter and it would weigh the same. What does you that know, because energy equals matter. E, 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 the energy would weigh the same as e the matter? equals mc squared, right? So you're talking about the energy and a transporter buffer equals mass uh, times the speed of light We're squared. driving some nerd insane. Probably many of them. Oh, no, no, no. It's, I'm just trying to get the guy who uh, wrote us in about the disease and the uh, oh. dumb doctor. I see. Really driving crazy right now. Gotcha. Whatever. So if... It doesn't do anything. What if that guy's tone was very friendly and I just interpreted it as hostile? I didn't even read it 
the text of it. I never yeah. saw it, so I don't know. I just go by Andy's tone. Point Have is, what? I really don't know because it's a fake thing, and I like. But my it idea. is. In, it's really the heart of it. Is this? The, I think is if I'm to understand correctly. Is this aspect of? Is it basically destroying and recreating you, or is it? Um, just passing you through, and it's exactly the same energy somehow. And also, the same being. look, here's and if you tried to take energy thing. in, just anonymous energy, and then use the same code, would it be the same person? And I have to assume that if that was the case, people would be much more uncomfortable with the action than you would think. Are well, the police coming from us? Yeah, I police. think it's actually the nerd police that are coming to <laughs> take both of us into uh, solitary confinement. Open up in there! Oh, no, it's the nerd police, Andy. We know you're debating transporters again. No, 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 we're doing nothing of the sort, sir. Oh, Have God, I he's on to us, Andy. Destroyed and recreated Andy, argument one more Andy, time. I think he's on to us. He knows that we're talking about transporters without any actual basis and knowledge of science. We're coming back oh, with God, the dogs. Oh, God, Andy, this is going to be bad. That, that just will. Seconda. I think he's fine. I think he's gone. That was a close one. Yeah. Well, you didn't say much of anything while that guy was I got scared. I was huddled on the floor. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, Stupid. if you would like to send us a voicemail, please send it to 816-TREK-TNC. <laughs> Our Instagram and Twitter is at Star Trek TNC. Uh, the gentleman across from me is at Matt Myra. My Instagram is at Andrew Secunda. My Twitter is at Secunda. For direct hails, please send them to sttncpod at gmail.com. And our Patreon for even more of what you're hearing is uh, patreon.com forward slash Star Trek T N C C C Oh, you know what I just forgot? What? I don't know if we're doing it anymore. The face group? Yeah. We doing it? What do you mean you don't know if we're doing it anymore? The face group's still there, everybody. Everyone should go over, join the face group. A lot of great discussions happen in there every week. People debating whether or not I'm actually uh, tired of this podcast. Everyone seems to think I am. Also, I feel like people, a lot of people uh, were uh, commenting and sort of uh, leaping to our defense. And uh, just just for the record, I first of all, I really appreciate it. And also sending inhales to that effect and being very nice to us. <laughs> and it's much appreciated. And uh, I'm a bottomless pit where it comes to, uh, you know, positivity from the outside. I absorb it all inside in the giant black hole in the center of my being. But I appreciate it. Uh, but also, you know, we're, we're, we, we're big boys. We can take it. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. You're, everybody's allowed to Whoa. have their negative opinions or their positive also, opinions. Also, I about don't it. think that that email was very bad. That the email from last week where you were. It like, wasn't that bad. I think it was your setup of it that really uh, that fair set enough. everyone into full secunda, you know? Fair. <laughs> I don't, that is the last thing I want to do is send you guys into full secunda. You don't want to be in that place. Um, but the face group run by our trusty chief petty officer, Rob Garrison, is uh, you can head over to facebook.com and then you punch in the Star Trek The Next Conversation face group. Become a member. Master Sergeant Chief Betty Officer. Take a listen to the uh, latest face pod featuring uh, Mary Myra. Uh, all right. Well, then let's open the face group. No, that was it. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, I feel like then I let's, did enough for them. Then let's close the face group. <laughs> so you didn't get your whole... Uh, Email read, word for word, Nacho, but you did get your song played. Uh, well, I just was like wondering how much of the email was going to bore people 
and in and in chopping it up I made it a thousand times less coherent than you had written it Nacho and I apologize um, not only that but I also bored people with the things I was saying after your email and then the nerd police came it was a lot a lot of stuff happened remember when all that happened guys <laughs> remember when the nerd police came and I was like they said they're gonna go get the dogs <laughs> oh my god those guys one guy was hiding on the floor the other guy was yelling and then they, they yelled about the transporters um, but the other thing I wanted to quickly yeah. touch on was the fact that I yesterday last week so weird in time time wise this has been it's been two days or a day I don't even know when the hell the last time we did the podcast was Uh, when I said I would like us to finish get to TNG so the podcast can be done people and you and I just kept blazing on it's Uh because I say that to Andy all the time I don't mean it don't worry guys Deep Space Nine's coming oh you're Voyager's coming yeah Enterprise I feel the same as that he's gonna kill myself yeah Minimally, I want to get through DS9 just because it's so it's thought of the same way as TNG, where it's you don't want to get through Viger, huh? I mean, I'll tell you something, and I don't know if this is common knowledge or, or not. Uh, loved Voyager, have not seen the last season. Oh, uh, I like seven, I like season seven of Voyager. There's don't. a lot of wacky stuff in there, so uh, so it's it's I mean, kind of perfect. Of, some of Reginald Barkley's best stuff is in season seven of Viger. Well, I look forward to it, and it it, it couldn't uh, it couldn't be more perfect, I think, for the structure of the series, because uh, that'll be one. It'll be a change of pace. We'll have both seen it. I'll have lots of strong opinions, and then we'll get right back to the beginning where I haven't seen it again. Oh, guys! So please join us in the that'll year twenty two ninety three. You got that to look forward to if you're trying. You're looking for a reason to hang on. Do we? F- what happens first? We finish the Star Trek series, yeah, or warp drive is truly created. Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> and once warp drive is created, are we just still gonna be doing podcasts? Or are we gonna be busy zipping around this around space? I feel like space will only be for the super rich. Chasing through the universe, just like Elisa. like our fathers. What's that from? What? What? I'm sorry, I was chasing only through the universe like your father. Chasing through the universe I like think. your father's that aunt? Uh, no, I think I'm getting the quotes. Aunt Peru. It's from us. It's from is it me. Uncle Owen? No. Is it Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's from Radicon. <laughs> oh yes, it is. <laughs> Oh boy! So what a, what a bad! I'm a bad! Mean, I'm a bad space wizard. I didn't mean to pop quiz you there. That old man, that old man's a space wizard. Isn't that what he says? Isn't that how that show goes? That old that show Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars TV show Star Wars. Why didn't they make a good show out of Star Wars? John Favreau supposedly doing it, but you know how good could that be? I don't. Here's my thing, guys. Guys, guys. buckle up. <laughs> I got some. Interesting. You got a guys and a buckle up for your money. I'm not. I oh, I'm did sorry. not finish my Please, run. I apologize, guys. Buckle up. I've got some interesting secundas about nice. Star Wars. Very nice, very nice work. I don't know how much more we can take and of Star Wars. Uh, that's a depressing, and I understand why you're saying that thought. But here's the here's always and I might have said this on this show before, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna pound that drum one more time. Mm-hmm. Think of me as Randy Quaid in Major League. Couldn't tell if you're gonna go to Independence Day. No, no, no. I've got the drum. I'm in an empty 
Cleveland Stadium watching gotcha. my baseball team. Right. Pounding this drum. Here's my problem with Star Wars, guys. It's there's too much of the same. They do uh-huh. the same thing too much. Uh-huh. How many times can I watch a ragtag rebellion right. go up against an evil empire? Right. It's like, sure, there's the bridge over the River Kwai, and there's uh, any, Saving Private Ryan. Like, there's a lot of war movies that are made, but to have a whole universe that just takes place during Space World War II... Uh-huh. It's just like I don't know. Let me theorize this for you. Is this an Andy's theory? Because no. you're saying theorize. No, I said theorize. I didn't say it. let's oh, hear the theory. Um, I hear what you're saying. I haven't felt dissimilarly. Um, although I think even you know worst case scenario they just keep cranking these things out. You know that's that's better than most airplane movies. A, a like, Star Wars movie. I like how our worst case scenario now is that they keep making Star Wars <laughs> movies. What a crazy turn of events. <laughs> um, but I'll say this: I think, like even look at the original trilogy, you got you got Star Wars, so inventive, so original. Empire Strikes Back, complete change of pace. You got Hoth. You got Cloud City exploring different, you know, uh, uh, ge- ge- geographies and environments. Well, to- you see, there the first one. <laughs> totally. Well, maybe I'll do my Kirshner. Hang on. Know, see if I can pull up. See happening. if I can pull up my Irving Kirshner. <laughs> you got an Irving Kirshner? Well, I got an impression of Gorley doing Irving Kirshner, <laughs> and we do dueling Kirshners sometimes on the uh, on the podcast. I'm so angry that you did that on the um, podcast. Oh God, I can't. No. Now you see what we did here, George, was we got we take your little green guy, your green goblin, we put him in we put him in the swamp because we spent so much time on the on the desert in yeah. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was thinking, hear me out. Uh-huh. A lot of water in the swamp. Uh-huh. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Snow. Um, also in the in the desert. Has the design, this is, I've lost it completely. Has the design department <laughs> made up snow drawings yet? Has Ralph McQuarrie, has he drawn up yeah, any snow? Uh, here's, uh, I'm Ralph McQuarrie now. <laughs> yeah, hey, George. Uh, I went into the archives. I pulled all these uh, weird Nazi outfits they made a long time ago. You know, these snowtrooper type people that nice. would fight the Russians in the Arctic? I like that. Yeah, yeah, this is what they look like. So what I'm going to do is not really change it and win Academy Awards. Bye! <laughs> I love Ralph McQuarrie stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, so anyway, my point was... Well, I mean, he did the Discovery, right? Uh, did he? Isn't that his ship? Wasn't that his design? I didn't know that. That's amazing. Am I crazy? I don't know. You would Could know better be than crazy. me. crazy. Uh, anyway, let me get to my point. My theor- theorizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy's theorizing. Um, <laughs> new theme, guys. Um, the uh, Here's what I'm saying. Uh, what was the uh, what was the World War Two? Um, yeah, that was his design. Band of Brothers, and then the second one, the Pacific, the Band of Brothers, the TV show. Yes, yeah, Band of Brothers, yeah, and then Pacific. And the Pacific is Band of Brothers in the Atlantic Theater. So that's when you open it up, and I'm sure we can think of a million different examples to like, hey, let's tell the small stories in that universe. Let's tell the arc of the war. Let's take a look at all these different battle scenes. I feel like that's the next step, and that's the direction Empire Strikes Back was going in, and then it wasn't as successful as Star Wars, and it started the template yeah. of that the audience, us, 
is like, I didn't see them have a big triumphant finish. I don't like this. I don't like that Han Solo was thrown into a thing at the end and Luke's hand was cut off. I want to start and there's trouble and then at the end we win. And so that's the reason it keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. What, and that's why Rogue One is generally thought of of the new ones to be one of the better, more interesting ones, even though I think it's highly flawed. And I love the Darth Vader, but... Uh, I think it's the best. Um, of the new ones? I think that's... You're talking about the three new there's ones. There's a solid argument out of that. The three new ones. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think, think that's that reasonable. I think that's reasonable. Um, whatever the case, my point is, approach it more, back to your original comment, like a television show. Approach it more like hey, this doesn't have to be a new hope. This is just, we're going to tell this story, then we're going to tell this story. We're exploring the universe in more of a Game of Thrones-y way. I, I would worry. love that. I worry that the fans don't want it. They just want everything to be the biggest thing ever. I feel like they just want everything to be Star Wars. A new hope. I agree, but and I think... And Empire. Like but they, I think, I think that's they want the to like. Here's what they want. They want Star Wars, then they want them to do an Empire, yeah. then they want them to do another Star Wars. No the, one wants another Return of the Jedi. You Look... You can't so, look. No here's, more trilogies. Here's the same thing. Two at a time. And I think even when Star Wars came out, they referred to the ending of Star Wars. I think it it postdates Rocky as like well, it's like a Rocky feel good ending. And I think that's exactly the problem because even if you look at the Rocky movies, he keeps trying to repeat the formula. And granted, Rocky Three is one of the greatest things of all time, as far as I remember. Um, but then you get to four and Clubber five Lang. and six, and then it's just whoa, whoa, like... Whoa, 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 Yeah. Don't throw four in there with that. <laughs> fucking Ivan Drago? Uh-huh. Oh, you're out of your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like him training on a mountain. <laughs> what were you Come doing? on. It's great. <laughs> Two years old. Instead of, a, instead of a fucking uh, stairs, right? He runs up a mountain. That's how it's different. <laughs> Look, I was I was pumped. I enjoyed it, but it's looking back on it, that's a piece I of crap. I break your... <laughs> he punched so hard that little meter told us it's true uh, join us next week the, the results rockying are, are obvious <laughs> and what are those <laughs> whatever he hits he destroys it's so true I think I, I, I am Worf's father if you're not gonna, where is if, I have all the diagrams in my house if you're not gonna trust a Roshanko then yeah. quite frankly who are you going to trust? It's true. Andy, should we talk about the episode now that we've done 45 minutes of nonsense? We discussed Star Wars. This is feeling like a saucer section. It really is. What do you want to do, pal? I don't know. It's your call. You're the captain. Mm. Or at least the mm. captain of this hallway. Mm. Mm. I don't I don't know what will happen either, guys. I'm sitting here with you. All right, guys. Tune in Sunday for the full episode. No, crap. He made a call. He it's did not it. not the full episode. Tune in Sunday for Andy and I's discussion of brothers. In the meantime, I've been Matt. I've been Andy. We're beaming out now. I don't even, honestly, Andy, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm actually going to do this or just keep it as one. Oh, wow. I'm really out of control right now. Mostly because I'm going to find out with you when people start tweeting at us whether it's up. Disengage. I hope they don't mind. We just beam them into space. (laughs) It's <laughs> so cold. I know, but look. It's very cold there we, space we, where, the, you know, where the listeners are. Andy, you're right. I'm, I'm going to beam these parkas out to them. Would you beam to them? Some parkas. Parkas. Oh, yeah, nice like you. the crew jackets from Empire. <sighs> I love those outfits. 
Han Solo, coolest guy ever in those first ten minutes of that oh, movie. Oh no, Andy, you can't say that on this on the starship. I'm gonna have to. Sorry, buddy. No. 